bringing health, wellness, and fitness ideas right to your speakers. With your host, Tyler Martin, learning from experts and average Joes alike. This is the Cracking Fitness Podcast. All right, Cody Anderson, how, how's it going, man? Good. 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 It's good to, good to see you, Tyler. I always love to see the, uh, the mustache curls. I haven't taken a shower yet, so it might be a little messy, but hopefully it looks all right over Zoom. Dude, yeah, it's, it looks great. I can't, I can get my right side to curl, but I can't get my left side to curl. It looks like you just got to let it well, go a little bit longer. Yeah, well, they're short right now. I, I cut them, but when I get them longer, I can't get the right side to curl up. Okay. Dude, it is frustrating. Like, it probably took three years for me to look okay. And even still, it's a struggle sometimes. Sometimes it just doesn't want to do what you want it to do. <laughs> do you use wax? Yeah, I have to use wax every day. It doesn't take very much. Like, yeah. I'm probably on the same team that I've been using for the last six months, but yeah, need something in there. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> well, um, yeah, I appreciate you coming on today and chatting. Um, I'm, I'm excited about uh, your tactical games that's coming up. And so mm -hmm. I wanted to kind of get into that, but also just kind of learning if you're good with it, just kind of going from your past and like what's brought you, I guess, just history up to now and what's making you want to do tactical games. So, I mean, we can start at your childhood. <laughs> so what, uh, what got you, what got you into fitness? Uh, got me into fitness. Uh, the first like sport, real sport that I did was gymnastics. So most people know that I was a, I was a gymnast. Um, that was only from like eight to 12 years old. I was okay at it. Um, so I did that competitively. We stopped it. I think it just got expensive for my parents and yeah, it's an expensive sport. gymnastics places are a weird breeding ground for just weird stuff. Sometimes, um, I came out of it. Okay. But yeah, was, yeah, yeah. So that ended. Um, and then high school, ate a lot of Rockstar, ate a lot of donuts, drank Rockstar. And uh, yeah, I didn't do much. And then I, I originally got into CrossFit because I wanted to join the military um, when I was a senior. So shortly after graduating high school, my mom just thought that would be a good way of helping prep me for boot camp. Obviously, Air Force didn't work out, but uh, yeah, I just fell in love with CrossFit. And I was coaching gymnastics at the time. So the transition from coaching gymnastics to CrossFit was pretty simple. Yeah. And then, yeah, the rest was kind of history. I did really bad at my first competition. I was like bottom 25% of finishers, but I just really liked doing it. And uh, I liked competing. And so, yeah, I just did a little bit better each time. And then, um, yeah, regional games, all that kind of stuff happened a couple of years later. But yeah, uh, that's yeah, really cool. That a passion for what I was doing. Yeah, that's really interesting. So I, I did gymnastics as well. Then I coached it and then started coaching CrossFit. Um, I'm just uh, not that great of an athlete. So I know. <laughs> obviously Do you feel like that translated well into CrossFit though? Oh yeah. Coaching is great. And, and learning to coach kids, um, the transition to adults, it's definitely different, but I feel like knowing how to coach kids and being simple you know, like totally. the, the simple talk, the, the just, yeah, yes. If you can I, coach I, a kid effectively, you can coach an adult very well. Yeah, yeah, especially when they're a coachable adult. Like, yeah, a, a coachable adult and a, a kid are probably very similar. Yeah, 
Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. If somebody doesn't want to be coached, I guess that's another story, but yeah. Yeah. And that's always going to be an issue, uh, and a difficulty, um, as a coach, but nothing, a couple of good conversations can't fix. So, um, so how, how many times did you go to the games? Uh, three. So we did 2014 as my first year, then 2017 and 18. Okay. Um, yeah, I met you at one of them. I, I, I just don't remember which one. Um, no, not at the games. I'm sorry. I met you at regionals. Okay. I just don't remember. It was in Portland. Portland might've been like 2016, I think. In the yeah. Moda center. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so there's regionals, there's the games. Um, are, are you ollie lifting still? Um, I, well, I tore my meniscus like two and a half months ago. So I've, taking some time off that I'm just like adding squatting back in. Um, so yeah, I'd, I'd like to compete in Olympic lifting still, but it's probably not going to be a thing for at least another couple months. Yeah. And then Did you get surgery on it? Back up there. No. Um, I, so yeah, I tore it right before the last open workout, uh, and just talked to, we have a surgeon who works out at our gym and couple chiropractors and stuff. So I just talked to all those guys and saw PT and they said like, I guess the outer edge of your meniscus gets some blood flow. So it's potentially could heal. So I was like banking on that. Just going to do that. Pray. And, um, and so, yeah, I just, uh, we did, I just actually got back from Florida a week ago, um, competing at the go ruck games. And the first event was like a 12 mile ruck, uh, on the beach. And so I was like, I don't know how the meniscus is going to hold up, but knee felt good. It's a little bit stiff after squatting still, but, um, but yeah, so long answer to the question, no surgery, hopefully yeah. needed. It's feeling a little better, but that's good. I, I have a buddy who got a meniscus, uh, surgery. And then after it was all done, he had looked into it a little bit more and the recovery times were pretty similar of letting it recover. You know, I guess I, I don't know a lot about it, but where his was, the recovery time was going to be about the same as surgery. And he's like, man, I sure wish I wouldn't have done the surgery. So, yeah, I kind of, yeah, I guess it just, I mean, really, I didn't get an MRI, but you can't really know unless you get an MRI. Like my wife tore meniscus really badly and she, yeah, had that kind of recovery process and she couldn't even bear weight for like six to eight weeks. And dang, it's a pretty crappy experience, but her meniscus is better now. But yeah, yeah, I guess it just depends on how severe the tear is. Yeah. Um, so the go rock games, that's something else you're doing a lot right now. That's, um, what all are you doing? <laughs> yeah, stuff that's not CrossFit, I guess. Uh, not because I, I'm still doing CrossFit, but, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I just, I feel like now owning a, owning a gym and, you know, being married and stuff, I know what it takes to compete at the CrossFit games. And I just don't have that margin. Yeah. Um, I might in the future. Um, but just for now, I was like, you know, let's just do some other fun stuff. We got really into mountain biking, uh, during the whole COVID thing. And so might try to do some mountain bike races here soon or something, but yeah, there is, you know, I saw Jacob was doing the tactical games a lot and I've shot a gun like three times in my life before I started training for this. So, um, thought it'd be a good challenge to like, just try something that, you know, I'm a complete novice at, um, one of my coaches at, at my gym was a green beret in the army. So he's been showing me, you know, how to handle firearm and everything. So that's been, that's been fun. I still, I mean, don't expect anything like amazing from me in my first tactical games. <laughs> think 
just trying to get some experience, but, uh, but yeah. And then go rock, you know, I started working with them as a company a couple months ago and they're just a cool brand. And I think our CrossFit community and their rocking community overlaps quite a bit. Yeah. Um, so that was just kind of a cool experience. That was their first time putting on an event like that. So just kind of cool to be a part of. But. Yeah, that is really cool. Um, there's a lady named, um, oh man, uh, Karina. She's from Salt Lake. Um, I think I might have met her there. Yeah. So she does tactical games. I think she won the elite division in St. George and okay. uh, met her and she would, she went to the go route game. She's also been doing Spartans. I think she went to the games on a team with, with uh Salt Lake city CrossFit. So it's pretty cool to see, you know, that, that almost original CrossFit community that's now starting to kind of branch into other things. Yeah. Um, dipping their toes into some other stuff. Yeah. It is cool. Yeah. Our communities do overlap quite a bit. So it's, it's fun to, yeah, it's fun to just kind of see who was there yeah. and everything. Yeah. And it sounds like there's, there are definitely some more games athletes and, and, you know, regional level athletes that are kind of going to, like you said, dip their toes into tactical games. And it's just going to be fun to see. Yeah. Um, so what has your training for tactical games looked like so far? Um, yeah, on the, the fitness side, not much Just you know, I'm still just yeah. doing CrossFit, um, a little bit more like sandbag stuff. So we've done yeah. a couple workouts with like Smart. the vest and like, you know, all the gear on and everything, um, just to get used to how that feels. But, um, like I said, I mean, I think the, I, I definitely have the fitness side down more than I have yep. the shooting side down. So it's like that balance of, you know, when I talk to people about it, you know, ammo is expensive. So, you know, you need to go out there and get a lot of practice, but at the same time, you can't just go out there and like fire a thousand rounds. Yeah you know, every day. And it's like, imagine it cost you 50 cents every time you did a power clean in CrossFit <laughs> or something. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, we're try trying to shoot like once a week and then just doing dry fire and just getting comfortable yeah. holding a gun. And dry, dry uh, fire is in incredibly important. Um, yeah. you can, you can even think of it 80, 20 rule, just dry fire 80% of the time and, and, and live fire 20% and you'll be, you'll be sitting pretty. Yeah. I like that. So yeah, I, I need to do, I need to do a lot more of that, especially with rifle, but, um, but yeah, it's getting there. I'm just excited to do it, you know, and, and see and my biggest thing is I just don't want to make any like glaring safety errors and yeah, look stupid out there. So <laughs> I have that down and, um, yeah, the rest, I'm just trying to go into it with a, you know, an attitude of having fun, getting experience. Yeah. Yeah. You're doing the elite division. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I didn't cool. want to throw around like scaled sandbags, and stuff yeah. I don't know that part seems boring but so I don't know hopefully hopefully I'm I'm dialed in enough with my skills and the the guns by that time we'll see yeah yeah you should be good um I mean the the elite weights uh for you are going to be just just fine so um we I was on a a podcast yesterday uh with a guy named Anthony Hart and we both do the intermediate division um, and his whole goal is go intermediate, get into the top 10, do the tactical division, and then eventually yeah. just do an elite competition. And, um, I'm kind of the same. I just think it'd be fun to eventually get there, but I'm, I, I know my limitations. Um, so it's cool that you can go into it with that kind of fitness background and also understand the shooting aspect because that it really is mm -hmm. like, uh, even chatting with, uh, with Jacob Hepner, um, 
he went into it and he's like, my, my downfall was the shooting. And then you can mm-hmm. kind of see on his social media, you know, the, the shootings where he's been practicing. Um, so your fitness will be there. It's, it's going to be cool. As far yeah, as like glaring sweet. safety errors and stuff. Um, yeah, just, just, uh, like, don't focus on it too much. Cause you know how sometimes you're focusing on like, don't do this, don't do this. And so then we do that. Uh, yeah, for sure. So yep. Trigger well, control. That's the whole thing too. Sorry. No, no, you're great. And just, um, even, even practicing the clearing of the weapon, cause they, they changed it last year. Um, you know, now it's you, you finish your magazine, you drop your mag, you rack the slide, uh, rack, rack the slide and then um, put one down range just to make sure that there's not anything in the chamber. Um, yeah. And, you know, back before that, it was safety on and you're showing that it's clear to the judge and all of that. And so just practicing that several times, you'll be good. Yeah. So you don't have to think about it. That's yeah. what I was going to say is, yeah, just all that stuff, making it muscle memory. So you don't have to think about it when you're actually competing. Yeah. How so. you're in Oregon, correct? Yeah. Um, how, how are gun laws there? Like, how is that? Uh, I mean, it's a blue state. So I think we're on the more, I mean, I don't know. It wasn't like, I, you know, I had to do a background check and wait yeah. quite a while before I got my, you know, my pistol. Um, and I'm just using one of my dad's rifles that he built, but yeah. uh, other than that, I haven't had any like huge, cool. you know, nothing like super bad about it. I don't think anything is like really like it might be harder to get a gun here than it is in like Texas or something. But, and then yeah. I think concealed carry is a little bit more of a process, but other than that, okay. it's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even federally, there's always a background check and um, yeah. there, do they have any uh, round uh, maximums in, in uh, like magazine rounds? So California, it's a 10 round max. You guys have that in uh, Oregon? Right. I don't think so. Yeah, we have cool. uh, 30 round extra ARs and yeah, I've got uh, 17 plus one my Glock. So oh good. Yeah. So you're shooting you're shooting a Glock 17, 19? Uh 34. Oh, cool. All right. Yeah. Sweet. Um, and then an AR that your dad built. Do you know much about the build? Um, not really standard AR 15, but cool. I think what was it like a it's either 14.5 inch barrel or 16? I think it's 14.5 yeah um yeah like i said still learning all this stuff. no no that's cool yeah and that's um that's just kind of why i'm asking about it i like it you know what kind of scope is on it yeah i have a uh a vortex um strike eagle yeah i think yeah the one one to one to eight power probably yeah yeah Yeah. that's awesome yeah that's um my first couple tactical games with a strike eagle on okay um yeah you're gonna that's fun man that's exciting um, what are you, uh, I guess, what are you most excited about? And you kind of already said what you're nervous about, but like what, what excites you about the tactical games? Um, you know, I think just like challenging myself in a different way, you know, like after, after 2018, I was kind of burned out on the CrossFit thing. It's like, I mean, maybe you, I guess it's obvious, but it's like, you know, the, the further you progress in a sport, the more work it requires to get like a, a small percentage of improvement. Yeah. 
Um, and so here I can, you know, like literally every time I shoot, I'm seeing improvements. So it's kind of like, like I said earlier, fun to be an office at something again and like be able to see your progression. Um, so yeah, I think I'm just excited to, to get some experience and like actually just do it. I think the event, ex, you know, the events itself look fun. There's not a whole lot of information out there. Yeah. Really. Yeah. You know, which is also kind of, you know, cool. It's like exciting because it's unknown and, um, and everything. Uh, but yeah, just to kind of like have a different competitive outlet, I think. Yeah. You're right. There's experience on you. There's not a lot of information out there for it. We're, we're doing a sniper challenge, uh, team, team sniper challenge in Montana in July. It's actually just two weeks before Oregon and there's nothing. I mean, there's no information. We've been emailing them like, Hey, how many rounds do we need to bring? Like what's going there's So it's, it's almost like early CrossFit games days, like unknown and unknowable. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's which, fun to be at the the beginning or like kind of grassroots part of of something that could maybe grow bigger. I mean, it seems like tactical games getting bigger and bigger. So yeah, yeah. See, my hope is that it just gets so big that you eventually have to qualify, and and I'll be like, yeah, I was a tactical games competitor, and they're like, what you were, and I'm like, yeah, back when you just had to sign yeah. up, kind of like yeah, I get the range. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> no, it's it's cool. Um, it's it's awesome that you're willing to take on that challenge. Um, I'll also kind of want to go into go ruck a little bit, like what, what drew you to that? And, and what's, what are your plans there? That was a really organic, uh, kind of relationship that started. So I, it actually started when I was just, I, I watched a podcast like Joe Rogan did, uh, and it was with, I think her name's Yan Ming Park or something. They were just talking about like how terrible the work conditions are in China and, you know, just big shoe manufacturers and stuff obviously use a lot of like slave labor and everything so i was just like dude i don't want to buy anything made in china anymore yeah. um and so i was looking for a shoe that uh wasn't you know manufactured in china or just ethically made yeah. um and so i i posted something on instagram and all these people are like hey try innovate try like all these different things you know they're maybe based in america or the uk or something but they still use chinese manufacturing yeah and the only brand i could find that was like a functional fitness shoe i probably looked at 20 plus different brands was go ruck um you know and they're an awesome company very like you know the the ceo was also a green beret so they're very you know pro america and um everything they make great gear yeah uh, so i reached out to them and just asked like hey can i try you guys ballistic trainers that's like their functional fitness crossfit shoe and um i didn't want to make any compromises and just wear a shoe that sucked and yeah. you know but was still made america like i need to be able to train in good shoes but i really liked it luckily um so yeah i just shouted them out on instagram and then kind of a relationship organically uh was created from there so i started working with them as like a ambassador a couple months yeah. ago like i said and just learn more about what they do with kind of the events that they did. Saw they posted about this thing called the Go Ruck Games and um, asked if I could do it. And yeah, that's kind of how that happened. But it was kind of again like what you're saying with the sniper challenge and everything. Very little information. All they said was that there's going to be no barbells, uh, normal rucks. You know, obviously you're going to be rucking. It's a Go Ruck competition, and then uh, they're more like a military kind of style thing. So yeah. Um, 
on like durability crunk work kind of stuff. So like CrossFit minus all the stuff I'm good at, uh, <laughs> which is a fun challenge. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so yeah, the, I, I ended up, I had to pull out, like I said, with the meniscus tear, I made it through the first event was a 12 mile rock on the beach with a 45 pound pack. And I hadn't run in three months at yeah. all. Um, and so I made it through that and I was, I was stoked that I, that my knee held up. Um, but my feet were like, I couldn't walk afterwards just cause I think it just wasn't conditioned for running. Yeah. Well, on um, the beach, that doesn't, that doesn't help. Yeah. We were allowed to run on like the hard pack sand, but still it was, um, it was, it was a really good challenge and I'm glad I made it through it, but you know, bummer that I'd pull out, but hopefully I won't have a torn meniscus next year. Yes. And, be able to do it. So yeah, overall that was a positive experience and I'm, I'm really glad my knee held up, but yeah. Are, yeah. are they going to do that? Is that a once a year thing or are they going to start to put on more? I don't know what they're playing. I'm, I'm assuming that's kind of what it'll be. Um, yeah. cause it revolves around that sandlot event that they do. Um, but that was their first year doing all of this stuff. So I think there'll probably be some evaluation. Like, do we want to do this again? Kind of yeah. thing, but I'm assuming that it'll be a, a yearly thing. It's really cool. I've got one of their packs and it's, I mean, you can just feel the quality when you, when awesome. you, you yeah. hold it. Yeah. Um, let's see my first tactical games. One of the events was full kit. So you've got your, your, your belt, your pistol, your AR, your vest. And, uh, then they threw a 40 pound rucksack on us and you okay. go out and it, it ended up being about 30, AR 15 shots at varying distances and um, standing prone off of a car, off of a tree, all different. And then a couple mile trail, trail run. And, okay. Uh, Were yeah. the shots like sprinkled in along the way or was it kind of like you did all that? No, and then you did run? all the shots and then you went and ran. Um, okay. It, it, uh, the, the run was difficult for me. Running is definitely not my, my strong suit, but the, what what is so important about going out and testing your gear um i was using a new magazine that i've never i'd never used before and it was kind of an off brand and um i take my first shot and i could just hear the gun didn't cycle like it always cycles I'm like that's weird so i go to take another shot and it just clicks I'm like oh man so pull the magazine out and it just the the bullets are rattling the the tracer so there's a spring and then that tracer it got stuck mm -hmm. and no matter what i would do or how hard i would try i could not get the bullets to rise to the top of the magazine and i think it was 10 second penalty on each shot so it's like it. a 300 second penalty and then i, I go and around take a and, big old l here yeah 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 um <laughs> but that's the importance of i mean with it's cool that you're going out weekly and testing your gear and i would say test each one of your magazines you know, mm -hmm. just make sure that everything that you've got on your kit, you have pulled your magazine out and you've put it back in and you've loaded that magazine to full capacity and you've put rounds through it. Just, you know, that's kind of kind of part of it. You know, I there was nothing about that that I was bothered about because I was like, it's my fault. I didn't I didn't yeah. test the gear. Totally my fault. So it was fun. Interesting. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's another thing we've been doing, like. I mean, not a ton of, but making sure there's muscle memory there of like going through malfunctions and, yeah, you know, not having to panic and try to figure out from scratch what's going on. Yeah, it's good that you're doing that. It's 
you even I'm pretty familiar with firearms and I grew up, I mean, I'm in Idaho, Southeast Idaho. It's kind of just your 12th birthday. You get a 22, like it's just how it is. And um, we were shooting through a little rectangular hole in the last one. And I would recoil up and my pistol would hit the wood and then the slide couldn't come back. And so I was having a ton of malfunctions. So just those malfunction drills. Um, so, so important. And then just shooting through little holes and shooting standing and, and kneeling and sitting. And it's just, man, you're going to have so much fun. It's, it's going to be really yeah. cool to watch you do it. Sweet. Yeah, it'll be fun. We have a couple friends that are doing it too. So it'll be kind of a, a group from our gym. And it's always fun when you can do that with other people, you know, too. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, it's just growing. Um, it, it's going to, it's going to be, it's going to be cool. I really think it's going to be kind of CrossFit game, like early CrossFit games, you know, later mm-hmm. on, there'll probably be some qualification processes and it's just, uh, well, they just had their, uh, national, didn't they do like a national competition that was kind of yeah. like they only took winners from events or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember exactly how the qualification process was, but, um, I think maybe you have to get first or second in the elite division or masters. So, mm-hmm. um, the intermediate and, and I think maybe tactical now too, because intermediate is kind of, they call it intermediate, but really it, that's kind of the beginning. You know, you can just sign up. There's the breakdown rule. So um, let's say you're doing farmer carries and uh, you just can't do them. You can break it down and you can pull the, you know, maybe the 25 pound weight off and you can bring that to the end. And then okay. you break the equipment down, obviously in elite, you're, you, you can't do that. So there's not a nationals for the elite division or sorry for the uh, intermediate division, but there is for the elite division, which I think is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be fun to see the future of it. So, yeah, for sure. Um, is there anything you need? Like, do you need any gear? Do you need any, any stuff? <laughs> I think, uh, I think I'm good. Actually. The only thing I still need to do is convert my games vest to like a molly system up front just need to get like a different velcro thing yeah um, are you running the 511 yeah it was a 511 vest we got in 2018 it seems to be pretty it's like sits up kind of higher so you yeah. can still breathe with it and everything um yeah i'm trying to think yeah i think you pretty much got everything i need now it's quite the investment when you're getting into uh <laughs> yeah this kind of stuff all at once but um, yeah. but yeah, I mean, now I have pretty much everything, got everything I need. Cool. Yeah. We've got some stuff in the works right now to, to kind of minimize that for people. We're going to have a pretty much, you can hop on the website and, and get your starter package. And, um, cool. I wish it was all made in America stuff, but we're trying to keep it, you know, cheaper for people. So, um, there'll be an option here in the future for people to hop on and, and, and do that. Have you heard of origin origin USA? Um, there, uh, you, you talk Joe Rogan and then within the Joe Rogan realm, you've got like Jocko Willink and, and some of those people and they've, mm-hmm. they've started a company called origin USA and uh, they started building or building, making jujitsu geese, but they, okay, yeah. they bought this old, loom and they started to make their own fabric here in the united states and now they're into Mm -hmm. shirts and pants and belts and man i love it i love seeing that sort of thing that just 
brain manufacturing here. And like you had said, China and India and kind of some of the slave labor, two cent an hour sort of thing. It's, we can do a lot to combat that here. So as I say yeah, that, as we're building sure. a little company that we're getting a bunch of stuff from China, um, <laughs> I would love to move in that direction and just get it yeah. all manufactured here. It's really cool that you're doing that and you have that kind of awareness. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, yeah, we just need to be aware of it. And, you know, like, like you said, I mean, I, I listened to that Jocko podcast too. And yeah, it was cool listening to him because it's somebody that like really gives hope for, you know, it's almost like people think, oh, we can't do that now. Yeah. You know, it was maybe a little bit more effort up front. And I totally get like, as a small business, you know, starting off and everything, you kind of don't have a choice, but, um, but yeah, it's cool yeah, to but- see other, other brands doing that. And, yeah, even then you can source it. I mean, there's there's Alibaba and you can, although there's the full range on Alibaba and which is where most things are coming from now, you can even hop on there and say like, hey, what what uh, where this is getting manufactured? What are your people making per hour? What are living conditions? Mm-hmm. You can actually, even going through China, you can still try to source it well, which is cool. Yeah. Um, something cool. that we can, we can all be aware of. Um, I don't want to take too much of your time. I just appreciate you uh, kind of giving us your past, giving us uh, your present. I'm excited for the tactical games and and what you're going to do with it and see your future in it. And um, just from like a, an outside 10,000 foot view, just thanks for what you do for the whole community. Um, your, your Instagram, you're just, just an inspiring person and um, it's appreciated by me, which means um I'm sure many, many other people appreciate it. So thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. It's cool to be on here. Yeah. Well, um, we've got a little part of that little thing that we're starting. Um, we'll send you a care package and uh, with no expectation. Like I don't, I don't, not asking anyone to post anything about it or whatever, but just for coming on here and everything, we'll get that sent out to you. So um, it'll be pretty fun. And then uh, hopefully I'll see you in Oregon. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, if so, you want to come compete and bend, end of July. Oh no, yeah, I'm already signed up. We're we're, oh, we're okay. we'll be there. Yeah, okay, yeah. Cool. So I actually have two tactical games in two weeks. So there will okay. be the sniper challenge in Montana, and then two weeks later it'll be bend. So okay, awesome. We'll be there, and uh, I always smoke a brisket. So we'll get you. <laughs> I bring a smoker and, and and do a brisket. So we'll get you some of that. And Sweet, it'll be good. It'll be good times. It'll be fun. Yeah. Yes. Well, hey, I really appreciate it. I'll get this. Uh, I'll get this uploaded and get it sent to you. And if you need anything at all, seriously, just let me know. I've got. I've got some extra stuff that if you need, we're here for you. Sweet, so. sounds good. I appreciate it, Tyler. Yeah, thank you.